Hello and welcome to a very special Spiritual Skincare Sundays edition of Holistically Hope with Rachel Pontillo. I'm Rachel Pontillo and today I've got a very special guest for you. Anne Nordhaus Bike is an astrologer and an artist. And we are going to talk about something you might not always associate with astrology. We're going to talk about how astrology, how your astrological sign actually affects your skin and how if you have a skin condition, you can actually use astrology to help it possibly get better. So I bring you Anne Nordhaus Bike. Hi, Anne. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad you joined us. Thank you, Rachel. I'm just delighted to be here and to be with you again. Very exciting. I know when we talked the first time, we, we had a very long conversation and uh, we seem to just really have a great energy and I'm excited to share that with the audience today. And I'm really excited to talk about what we're going to talk about today, which is astrology as kind of a whole body, mind, spirit healing system rather than just kind of divination or commonly thought of uses for astrology, you have a completely different approach to it, something that is a lot more practical, I think, than other other methods for some people. So I want to, um, I guess I want to start, I know many people are familiar with astrology for the purposes, like I said, of divination or planning for love and career and money <laughs> and all of that. And they're not as familiar with its uses for mind, body, spirit, health and wellness. Can you explain a little bit about how that works? Yes, thank you. Um, so many, many people are familiar with astrology because of columns in uh, magazines and newspapers, and I'm guessing that's part of what you're referencing. Yes. And that's what you might think of as the divination or prediction sort of model. It's very typically based on where the moon is moving, and the moon moves really quickly. It changes signs every two and a half days, so there's always a lot going on with that. But Astrology is this remarkable thing that actually organizes all of creation, which I know sounds huge, it's, but, but it is. So it's super practical because it organizes the entire creation and universe into 12 departments, which is the 12 signs, but it organizes it on all planes of our being. So we get the earth plane, the practical side, our bodies. We get the emotional plane, water, the element water, as well as our consciousness. We get the air plane, which is our mind, our thoughts, our speech, uh, as well as, you know, what's going on with the air outside. Um, and then we get fire, which is literally fire, candles, fireplaces, etc. But it's also a spiritual fire. All of these planes, as you know, you're so holistic and so are most of your folks who tune into this podcast, very connected with these four planes and with the spiritual mystical side. So what astrology can do is, is give us this super practical side of, okay, where is the sun, for example, right now? How does it affect all these four planes? What element is it in? But then let's take it further. How does it affect all these planes, not just our, our bodies, our skin, but our mind, our emotions, and then our spirituality? And so it's wonderfully, wonderfully holistic. It's this idea of super idealism, super practical, welded together. Love that. That's fantastic. Yeah. So when you and I were talking, something that really came to mind for me when you were talking about the different elements and the different seasons, which we're going to get to today, was it really rang similar for me with kind of the idea of bioindividuality, the different constitutions and elements within traditional Chinese medicine or the doshas within Ayurveda. Yes. And, um, I wanted to ask, first of all, how do you know what season your sign is? Because you mentioned that the seasons kind of, 
give you a little bit more information and make it a little bit more practical? Yes. Yes. So how to know what season you're in. So basically, um, the, the spiritual year, as you and many of our listeners know, starts with Aries. So it just started. The sun is in Aries right now. And basically, that is in the northern hemisphere, hemisphere the start of spring. In the southern hemisphere, and I know we've got wonderful listeners tuning in from New Zealand, Australia, South America, many places. Thank you for tuning in. Um, For those of you in the southern hemisphere, I will tell you that so-called Western astrology or tropical astrology, which is the type of astrology that's very common in the Western world, the English-speaking world, was essentially developed in the northern hemisphere. So Greece, Babylonia, uh, ancient Egypt, Rome, uh, Europe in the Middle Ages. So what I would say to folks in the Southern Hemisphere is sometimes you need to read between the lines a little bit when you're reading about astrology, because very often if we're talking about seasons, your season is the opposite. So sometimes you need to flip it a little bit. But I will say that most of what I write is season agnostic. So you can confidently go to my website, and what I'll be talking about is less the seasons, although there's some of that, but more the underlying energies so that you can work with this energy just as much as anybody in the Northern Hemisphere. But very often, if you read other astrology sites, you might find things like, oh, it's Aries time, it's springtime, and you're like, no, it isn't, it's autumn. So for those of you in the Southern Hemisphere, just know that we are both balancing each other because you're having autumn right now, we're having spring, and that'll flip in six months. And that's just what, that's what we're talking about actually today in terms of what we're doing with skin is it's really all about balance. And I know that you've talked about that, Rachel, many times. But uh, we're going back to seasons. So how do you know what your sign and your season is? Well, if you look at any newspaper column, if you look at my website, you see the list. It starts with Aries. Your season with Aries, Taurus, Gemini, those are the seasons of spring here in the northern hemisphere. In the southern, those are the autumn signs. And then after Aries, Taurus, Gemini, we go to Cancer, Leo, and Virgo. Those are the signs of high summer here in the Northern Hemisphere. But in the Southern Hemisphere, that's when we get over into winter. And so we get this polarity again, hot, cold, etc., different seasons. After those seasons, so then we've got, um, excuse me, we just ended up with Virgo. Then the next season here in the Northern Hemisphere starts with Libra. Then we go Scorpio and Sagittarius. Those are the signs of autumn. And those are the springtime signs in the southern hemisphere. And then the last three signs after those are Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces. So those are the deep winter signs here in the northern hemisphere. But those are the summertime signs in the southern hemisphere. I think that's really interesting how you're talking about the polarity. Because, again, I, I'm thinking of Chinese medicine with yin and yang. And, again, with Ayurveda, how you know one dosha gets out of balance, it pulls the other two, and then the, you, you, you work with the other two to pull the one back. So I, I could see how that could be similar in a way with the seasons. Now, how can knowing what season your astrological sign belongs to benefit the skin as the skin changes, as our bodies change throughout the seasons? Well, one good thing to know is, first of all, so from a holistic or a spiritual or mystical standpoint, The sages tell us, and most of us know this intuitively, there aren't any coincidences or or any accidents. And so you come in as a particular sign. That's when you you say, like, so Rachel, may I tell one of them what your sign is? Oh, sure. I'm a Gemini. She's a Gemini. I'm a Libra, so we're air signs. Uh, And we'll get to more of that in a little bit. But we pick our sun sign. We pick what time we're born, and we pick our charts. 
And so your chart is this whole bundle of energies. And if you can read that, you don't have to become an astrologer, but if you can read a little bit about it, it can tell you an awful lot about who you are, what you're supposed to be doing in this lifetime, and the energies you have to work with. So for example, Rachel, you came in as a Gemini. It's the end of a season, so it's a very changeable, versatile sort of energy. It's also an air sign. It's airy. These are all things you can extrapolate to how does that affect your skin? Well, if you're airy, it might be issues about if you're out in the wind, perhaps some dry skin. Mm. It might be some other things about roughness of skin. If you're out too much in the air, it could be very unbalancing for you and you might need to get grounded. So you need earth. Those are just some very simple, useful things to know. But in terms of knowing your season as well, know that you came in at that time of year and very often people feel super comfortable when their birthday finally comes around because yeah. the end of the year before your birthday comes is kind of a time of upheaval where you're closing out the old year you can feel kind of yucky actually and you sometimes can show on your skin but when you start your birthday oh my goodness you that is actually your personal new year i was and, just gonna say it seems yeah. like that's the beginning of your own personal year and if you're kind of planning your life around the seasons, I, I, I tend to do that. I tend to plan things in my life around the seasons. But um, I, I do find that definitely around that time when my birthday starts, I feel more energized, more productive, more creative. It's, yes. it's less resistance for having you to come do back things. into your own. Yeah. yeah. Oh, neat. And what that has to do with is basically the way I explain it to people is the best way to do this is to follow the sun, as the song says. Literally pay attention to where is the sun right now, what sign is it in, because that is the center of our solar system. It's the major energy that's going to help you understand what's going on in terms of energies right now. Basically, the sun's in Aries right now, so all the babies being born are going to be Aries. If you know people who are Aries people, just make your little list of everyone you know. You can think of that as your shorthand of, oh, okay, I know some Aries people. They're fiery. They're impulsive. They get things done, but they may not finish them. As you learn a little bit about each sign, that can really help with you, you with how what that's going to affect your skin. This fiery time, if you're a super fiery person, that actually might be rough on your skin. You might actually get some breakouts. Oh, yeah. You know, some infections, some boils, you know, whatever it might be. Or you might actually get kind of pink and rosy, kind of too warm. Um, but if you're an earth sign, that fire might be good because it might kindle some things. It might get you moving, not so stagnant. Maybe try to say if there's like stagnation in the lymphatic system, this kind of fiery element might might kind of start to burn that up a little or get it moving. Yes, for the water signs, and particularly if they're a little too sluggish, lymphatic drainage, maybe some puffiness, whatever it might be, absolutely. So if you can pay attention to where the sun is, that's going to tell you a whole lot about, first of all, what season it is, what the, what's the underlying energy that's coming through. And there's a lot of information, I will say, on my website about all of this. I know we're going through a lot of material, but I do have a lot of articles there that talk about the different signs and some things that people can do. No, I find this really fascinating because I know that a lot of the skin conditions, like you said, with breakouts, I know a lot of people have rosacea, especially I'm seeing that more and more these days. That is definitely a source of too much heat in the yeah. body. Infl anything with inflammation, that's too much heat in the body. So um, if you are someone who is a fire season. Mm -hmm. um, and, and by the way, that's Aries, okay. Leo, and Sagittarius. Aries, Leo, Sagittarius. Okay. And you, so if you're someone who has that season and you are in that season and you're experiencing a skin condition that might have characteristics of that season, 
would you then kind of focus on more of the other seasons to pull that back into balance? How would you do that? So there's a few things that you can do. <clears throat> and so those of us who are familiar with Ayurveda, we know about the concept of pacifying the dosha, pacifying the energy. So when we get these fiery energies, and it can be anytime the sun is in one of those three signs, Aries, Leo at high summer here in the Northern Hemisphere, and then in Sagittarius, you know, it doesn't even matter what the weather is outside. That's the underlying energy. It's fiery. And it can put things off balance if it's too much. So one of the ways to work with that is flip to your opposite sign and do some things to help, you know, that are very of that sign, if you will. And so, for example, I'm going to just say Aries. It's opposite sign. And you can easily see this in a chart when they do the, the signs in the newspaper. You just look to the other side. So Aries, it's Libra. Libra wants balance. And Libra is an air sign. So that says go into your head, be rational, and be more balanced. Aries sometimes can be very impulsive, not so balanced. So that's that's one way that you can do it is work your opposite sign because we all come in as a polarity. Mm -hmm. And actually when we're under stress, we actually tend to sometimes flip to our opposite sign. You can sometimes see Libras who are usually super diplomatic. When they're super stressed, they become a raging Aries <laughs> and, you know, flame out. It's, it's quite amazing. Scratch, you know, they always say, scratch a Gemini, find a Sagittarius, for example, in your case. So <laughs> you might get fiery when you, you're under stress, Rachel. Definitely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but another way to work with this, and this is a, a place where um, I think astrology is so beautiful. But for the fire signs, if you're getting way too much, you know, fiery energy, be cautious about the sun. Wear a hat. Don't get overheated. Do not do that yoga where you're in the hot room. Oh, yeah. You know, don't take a super hot bath. But more than that, flip to something else that can help you. And the moon is your friend here. Go, you know, Ayurveda, actually, the ancient sages would give a prescription. Go look at the full moon. Mm -hmm. That is a really good prescription for anybody who is overheated is get outside. Doesn't matter what, whether it's a crescent or a half moon, get some lunar energy. You need the soma to go with the, you know, the agni. It's mm. just, it's not balanced otherwise. So that's another way you can do it. And food is another way. Mm -hmm. uh, cooling foods, cucumbers, lettuce, all those raw things sure. that will help us. Don't be eating heavy spices, that sort of thing. That's great. Yeah. It's again, I mean, I would have never thought of astrology being able to provide this much information. <laughs> and now it's after wonderful. <laughs> it is, it really is because, you know, I keep bringing up TCM and Ayurveda and a lot of people think that those are kind of out there because they are more Eastern philosophies. And I think astrology can be more practical for people in the Western hemisphere, especially because it is something that even if it might not be what they're interested in for certain things, it might be more accessible to them in approaching a mind, body, spirit healing system for kind of planning out their lives for looking at things that might be going on with their skin or with their health. And, um, I, I just think that's really cool. So I, I'm really excited that, um, that we're sharing this today. So I know we all come into these things for different reasons. Personally, I would love to know what your experience is with astrology and skin or astrology and health and kind of why you do what you do. Well, I was raised with astrology. I was very lucky. My father um, was a mystic. He's still living. Uh, he has uh, dementia, so I'm not able to have those great conversations with him anymore. But I credit him tremendously with introducing me to Eastern philosophy, theosophy, mysticism, astrology. There are seven children in my family, and 
you can imagine the bevy of signs that we had. It was a great learning ground. And so we all knew our signs. We talked about them. We knew these things. But, you know, you grow up, you go to college, you get a job. I left that a little bit to the side because I was in a very corporate environment. <clears throat> but actually, I had some health challenges back at the end of the 90s and the early 2000s. And that was a time when I really stepped back and looked at my life and I thought, I really need to reclaim this part of me, this this essential wisdom, this mystical and spiritual side of myself. So since then, I have integrated that much more into what I do. So I still have my corporate side. Um but I do my corp my work with you know very business minded people, but using these tools, you know, astrology, mysticism, art, those sorts of things. I always wanted to be an artist, and I finally realized the art is part of the symbols and the astrology. They all really dovetail. It's been beautiful in that respect. But what I what I work with with people is you know many people want to come and have an astrology session and have somebody tell them what's going to happen, what should they do. But the best way to work with astrology and an astrologer is to get data so that you can run your own life. You know, right. learn more about yourself. Yeah. And so that's a big part of what I do. But I focus not only on the soul, mystical, spiritual side, but very much on the practical side. We were just talking about the elements. Okay, what do you want to do in your physical life? What are you going to do with the thoughts that you hold in your mind? How about your emotions and how are you going to work with those? And then your spiritual life. So it's been a very nice thing to bring it all together. And I will say that I... In, went into astrology in a very, very deep way about 20 years ago, along with mysticism, because I really felt I needed to bring this out into the world in a way that was practical, that could work for Western people. It's so accepted in the Eastern Hemisphere, but not so much in the Western. And it used to be. It was taught in universities up until the age of reason. You know, it, right. was, it was the astronomy, you know. It's a very practical science as well as an art. And uh, anyway, so... I hope that answers your question. I know that was it long. It does. No, I think it's great. I know for me personally, I, I kind of, um, when I was going through some of my own health issues, I also felt this calling to rekindle that connection with creation, connection with the universe myself. And that's when I began, began to study metaphysics. And um, for me, when people ask me what is metaphysics, I think it's kind of like the bridge really between spirituality and science because there is a lot of science to it and a lot of these concepts that we're talking about they all go back to the same sources and that that really is the underlying thing but really in my work as well I try to make it practical and you know give people tools that they can actually use in their regular life even if they don't consider themselves a spiritual type of person that's kind of why I started the spiritual skincare Sundays kind of a department on my website and um it, it's been great. The feedback has been really good. And the people who I've been attracting into that community have all been really open. So I think people want this. I think more and more people do want these types of studies, these types of exercises and practices. They want more tools in their toolbox to find out more about how they can help themselves and empower themselves. Because I think just there's so much distrust and misinformation out there that people are not necessarily trusting that conventional means are going to really be the best for them. So I feel like anything that we can do to give people those practical tools to go deeper into themselves and see what their needs are and what they can do, where they can draw from, I'm all about sharing that. So I think that's it's great. And I know that sharing personal experiences is a way that helps people relate 
Yes. So that's why I wanted to ask you about yours and thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. I will also say, and you and I spoke a, a little while ago, I have had personal experiences with some major skin issues and, you know, astrology was really helpful for me in like self-diagnosing what started this, not just the skin side, but the deeper level. Um, I will share that I had a bad case of eczema that started up here and the entire top half of my body. This is a couple years ago and by one year ago or so it was, you know, really challenging. And I had to try a lot of different things to see what I could do. And I spent a lot of time in meditation and prayer about where is this coming from and what's the root cause of this. I am very happy to say that it's about 98% gone um, and there's nothing visible, thank goodness. That's but it was the kind that news. keeps you up, you know. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was a real time of reckoning for me, kind of brings you to your knees. Anyone out there who has had it knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, people who don't have skin issues don't realize how deeply it really does rock your world, whether it's acne or eczema, psoriasis is one that really affects people yes. on a very deep level. Rosacea, I know as well, oh. melasma, all of these things that, you know, you, you can go through life without ever having an issue. And then all of a sudden it flares up and you're like, whoa, yeah, what is going on? And in our society, we're kind of conditioned to be angry at that or feel bad about that or feel less than or flawed. But really it, it is the universe's way and our own body's ways of saying something is out of balance. Yes. You've got to it's figure message, out what's always. going on here. Yeah. And that's perfect for you, Rachel, because <clears throat> you're a Gemini. That's the sign of the messenger. So, <laughs> well, I so love that. <laughs> You bring the message to all of us and you also tune into the messages however they come. Nature is the great teacher on all those planes. I so believe that. That is yeah. yeah, it's once people realize that we are all part of nature. We don't we're, we don't live on nature or at nature. We are nature. Exactly. And all of this is accessible. All of these energies, all of this intuitive wisdom is accessible to everyone. It's kind of like electricity. You just got to plug it in right or right. you know light you have to flip the switch yes once exactly. you make that decision that you want to be part of that it, it really flows so naturally yes. and so organically and I know that once I came to that realization for myself th so many things in my life just opened up to me yeah and resistance was just less and I, I just felt like I was on a wave and I was just riding the wave and I'm still on that wave and it's 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 really neat it's just you know, we talk about in the beginning how things happen for a reason. There are no coincidences. And once you kind of get out of the way of thinking that, you know, oh, it's the wave's going to crash. <laughs> once you stop that, it doesn't crash. You just keep going. And yeah, it, it, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's really, um, it's magical. It really is. And I, I love bringing more awareness to the word magic as not something silly or childish because, I find that people who allow magic into their lives just seem to be happier and healthier yes. and more balanced. So embrace it. Embrace the magic. Embrace the woo. It's All so good. much more fun. It is. Life is so much more fun when you allow that in. It yes. truly, truly is. So, yeah, I know we, we've been talking a lot about practicality. So if someone has a skin issue... Mm -hmm. What is the first thing you would suggest for them to get started in using an astrological approach to kind of figure out, okay, what might be the cause of this and what can I do? So step one, I think um, 
if people have a meditation practice or some kind of spiritual practice, if they're not already doing it, get a journal or get a notebook. And so if they don't already do this, it's a very good idea for everybody listening to start it. In fact, with the sun in Aries right now, this is the sign of new beginnings. So if you haven't done it yet, start it now. <clears throat> you are your own laboratory. You're your own science experiment, your own data. So the reason for having a journal is every time you write something, you need to date it, and you want to really keep really close tabs on that. So the, what I would say is when someone has a skin issue, when did it start? If you go to any kind of an allopathic person, you know, they're going to ask you that question. You know, the same way they ask, when was your last period? When was your last this? Whatever. It's going to be really important to tune into dates. And then once you know the key dates, like did you have a start here and then did you have a key outbreak there? Pay attention to what time of the year what that was. Where was the sun? That can give you some really important clues. The, another part is, what is your sun sign? And if you know that, um, for example, if it's a fiery kind of outbreak and you are a fire sign, then it's very good for you to look at what are you overdoing in terms of fire? Was it spicy foods? Is it alcohol? Because alcohol is kind of like gasoline on uh, you know, a skin condition. Um, could it be smoking? Could it be anything that might be getting you out of balance? So I would say that's really the best thing to do. The other is, if they want to go deeper into astrology, the best way to do that is to get your chart. And my goodness, we are so lucky to live in a technological age. Right. Because it's, you the, get it. Click you of can a get mouse. it free. Yeah. <laughs> free and at the click of a mouse. Exactly. And in fact, that is probably the prime reason I created my website was to give that to people. So if anybody's interested, they, you, there's a top navigation. It says astrology. Drop down menu on my site free birth chart. What's really cool about this is you can get your birth chart to come up and then you can click on all the symbols and it will give you a pop-up box to tell you more about it. And one of the things that's really important for skin issues in our bodies is if you know your birth time, then you can find out what's called your rising sign or your ascendant. And if you look at a birth chart, it's a circle like a clock it's the nine o'clock position. That's your rising sign. It's the sign that was coming up on the eastern horizon when you were born. It's so beautiful. And it tells you what your envelope is, what your address is, what is your body like. If you know your rising sign, that tells you a lot. Wow. Maybe your sun sign is Gemini, Gemini, for example, like yours, Rachel. But maybe your rising sign is fiery. And so maybe when fire times come, your body really reacts. You wouldn't necessarily think of that because you're an air sign. So I'd say that's a way to take it a little bit deeper. And then the next step with your journal is to just pay attention to what happens when the sun comes into your own sign and other signs of the same element. And then what happens when it comes into your rising sign? Does that trigger some things? So that's what a very good place to start. I think that's plenty of homework, I think, probably for the listeners. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, just there's just so much information there. And your website has a wealth of information. So for people to find out more about your offerings, I know you've got your artwork as well on your site, um, which is all astrologically aligned. So whatever your sign is, you can get artwork that will best complement you and balance you, which I think is neat. That's kind of like bringing a little bit of feng shui into it, which yeah. again, it's, it's connecting this, you know, kind of Western approach with this ancient wisdom from the East. It's just another demonstration of the fact that all of this is connected. It's just different yes. translations, which I think is fantastic. So it's annnordhousebike.com, A-N-N-E, Nordhouse, N-O-R-D-H-A-U-S, bike, B-I-K-E, 
www.thepeacekeepers.com. So yes. make sure you, people head on over there because um, it's it's a beautiful site and there's so much information. And um, like like you said, and you offer the free birth chart, which is so valuable. And you also have a newsletter that I provides do. more information for people. And, and when people sign up, they also get a series that takes them through a lot of the tools that are on the website. I believe there's ten, a series of 10 newsletters that you will get over time that will help introduce you to, well, how do I start with this? Mm -hmm. And I do talk about the different pieces and sort of my way of doing it, which is, what's your sun sign? But the second tool I, I talk about with people is artwork, because similar to what we were talking about with go out and look at the moon, one of the tools that you can use to balance yourself is art. Mm -hmm. um, what are we feeding ourselves? Not just food, but what are we looking at? How, what emotions are we allowing into our life? So much of my art is created from a mystical, spiritual standpoint and created specifically actually to help people do this sort of Ayurvedic, astrological thing of balancing themselves. And in fact, as Rachel said, any of the pieces, there's a box for every single uh, painting or pho photograph to say what signs it goes really well with. And that can be a really great place to start. And you can find those actually in the section under art or in the section about more about my sign. There, all those articles are cross-referenced for you so you can find beautiful things to look at. Excellent. Well, I really enjoyed having you. I love this topic. I want to talk more about it, so we'll have <laughs> to have you back another time. Thank you, so, Rachel. Really, thank you so much for taking the time and sharing this with our audience. And um, again, I'll put the link and all the information in the show notes so that everybody can just click right on over. So thank you again. You're welcome, and thank you for having me. Just always a delight to talk to you, Rachel. Oh, pleasure is all mine. Thanks thank so you. much. Another huge thank you to Ann Nordhaus Bike for joining me today on the show, and a huge thank you, of course, to you for watching and listening. To learn more about Ann, head on over to her website, Ann, A-N-N-E, Nordhaus, N-O-R-D-H-A-U-S, bike, B-I-K-E, dot com, and you can get your astrological chart for free there, as well as her art and astrology toolkit, the only art and astrology toolkit you'll ever need. She's also got a fabulous Living with Harmony newsletter that you can sign up for, which is a wonderful free resource for you as well. If you like this interview, and I hope you did, be sure you share it, like it, leave me a comment over at holisticallyhote.com, and of course, subscribe to my YouTube channel and my iTunes channel while you're there. I will be back soon with another interview for you. Thanks again for watching and have a beautiful day.